Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Finally Friday Bitcoin for Beginners stream with the entire Crypto Fridays gang, uh, sans Tim, who could not join us today. Um, so I have here with me Ben Tuan, Girl Gone Crypto, and Miss Queen Crypto. Um, we are excited to talk to you a little bit about the price movement that we're seeing today, uh, as well as our dollar cost average strategy, which we talk about quite often, but days like today really show us why that's important. Um, so guys, I'll let you start. Uh, how has uh, today been? Can we start with maybe Miss Queen Crypto, who we all know to be a new member of the Bitcoin community? I'm sorry that I'm using this voice, but I just did a Periscope stream, which is very <laughs> different from my YouTube streams. And so I'm still kind of jiving off that. Um, but Miss Queen, you got involved in crypto. Uh, you were out in New York City with me a couple months ago, and uh, the price was obviously a lot lower. Um, you must be having a great time. Um, being introduced and seeing this like price movement. This is the first time you've ever seen something like this. Yes, it's been so exciting to watch. I woke up this morning. I was getting ready to check my phone mentally preparing because after last night, I wasn't sure mm -hmm. if we were gonna tank or go up and then we were at 14K. So it was a pleasant surprise. I woke up on the right side of the bed. <laughs> Love <that feeling laughs> that's a good point yeah that's true there's just been so much talk of like what's gonna happen yeah. how is this gonna impact everything so yeah this was a really nice surprise this morning yeah i was very <laughs> happy to see it no matter whether it's red or blue bitcoin does not care it is here that to is stay. True, but it relies on the people it does so if everyone's no, panicking we're gonna be bad it does rely on the people and and yeah so like that's a really good point bentuan and it's something that we cannot overlook um on this talk today is the election and the election cycle what's happening right now um am i right in thinking that we are still like undecided and counting votes and stuff like that's absolutely still the case right like yeah Okay, guys. So, so if you're joining us from somewhere uh, globally, we are all in the United States right now. All four of us are in the United States. So we're all dealing with this um, impending election. And I guess the entire world is kind of dealing with it, too. Um, but uh, right now it is undecided. People really, um, you know, typically get an, an idea or a sense of what's going on with the new elected president by, you know, at least midnight uh, the night of. And today it is the next day. Um, things are going crazy and we are simultaneously watching the crypto markets pump. Um, so I think this is a really uh, serendipitous day for the crypto community in a lot of ways. Now, I don't want to give like too much hopium to the thought that we're completely detached from the election. Um, right. But I do think it's interesting to note and, you know, obviously something important that, you know, there can be this big political disrupt and, and Bitcoin still charging through. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's been kind of nice to have a distraction from all of the political posts and have something else to think about for a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tensions have been running very hot here in the States, so we'll see what happens. But uh, it's always good to see Bitcoin above that yeah. uh, that all-time high. It's been above 10K now for 100 days. Um, always, always happy to see that. And I'm sure those of you who are getting involved with Bitcoin pre-10K, you're very happy right now. <laughs> I just saw a comment that I think is brilliant. That was Bitcoin as part of the Green Party. <laughs> I think that's great. <laughs> there we go. Hope you all get it. not the actual like Green Green Party, but anyway, no, it's a Green Party. Green Party. Oh, I saw also as well. This is sort of a side note, but Girl Gone Crypto voted for Satoshi Nakamoto in the election. I did. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, it's important work. Honestly, I think together Actually, we, we could have made that happen. 
<laughs> all together, that right? Writing campaign. I actually do want to say though, I, I did write that in pencil so that I could erase it and, and legitimately vote. So it's kind of a smoke and mirrors here, people, <laughs> all for the tip. <laughs> uh, you're really hurting people who don't like the establishment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, just for the record, I do think it's completely legal to write in Satoshi Nakamoto. I don't think that that's like, it just like, I'm, I'm not saying don't participate in the election and the democracy, but it is legal to write Satoshi Nakamoto if you so choose. Um, so guys, apparently enough people voted for Satoshi Nakamoto, let's put it that way, um, that now the Electoral College is putting all of their money into Bitcoin. Guys, this is completely facetious. Please don't join me right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so I, I, I want to focus sort of on this price movement and dollar cost average. And I know that we're riffing because there's a lot of excitement and I can't get out of my Periscope AMA. Um, but the dollar cost average strategy, we have been talking about, I think, you know, at least something like weekly across our streams for the last six months or so. Um, and if you had been dollar cost averaging this entire time, you would have been uh, in a pretty good amount of profit by now. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know we talk about this a lot, but what is it, the statistic that 98% of Bitcoin that has been purchased of all time are in profit? And I imagine that percentage is doing very well right now, probably even more. <laughs> yeah, it's 98% um, of all Bitcoin purchases uh, at the 12K level. So when Bitcoin hits 12K, 98% of all Bitcoin purchases are in profit. So we're at 14K now. So we have to imagine that a lot more Bitcoin purchases are in profit, um, except for those of you who might have jumped in and bought it like 14 14222 sorry i didn't know how to say that 14222 um at like 15 minutes ago you might not be in profit um <laughs> but, but yeah those are really high numbers and so it really does just remind you about dollar cost averaging because i know a lot of the narrative that's out there is that it's too late that you know what does it matter if i put $100 in how much money am i realistically going to make but when we're seeing these like overall sort of exponential returns um again looking at a logarithmic chart is always like a fail safe i think when it comes to bitcoin because we have never actually been down on a logarithmic chart we are up 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 um <laughs> you know and and it, when you look at it day to day or you look at it week to week um it can get a little frustrating but when you look at it year to year um we are consistently uh making money um, I, that's like not the way to put it the price is moving upwards but i know that a lot of you want to hear making money so that's that's what's happening well, and one, like, I think thing that kind of helps put it all in perspective, I've seen a few different posts on like, you know, the Bitcoin white paper, like, here's how much Bitcoin was worth every year or uh, election days. Here's how much Bitcoin's been worth every year, like whatever the marker is, but it's really eye opening to see that year on year comparison and really puts in perspective that, yeah, if you've been dollar cost averaging for really any period of time at this point, you're doing okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's I think um, that's why we get into to Bitcoin though, is because of these these times here are the reasons why. But you you have to kind of get to these points where you're you're putting away the hundred bucks every few weeks, whatever. And next thing you know, you're looking at fourteen k. So I I believe uh, Bitcoin is doing wonders right now for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I, I agree with that. And this is an interesting fact about dollar cost averaging as well, like what you just said, $100 every week or so. Um, so if you actually look at a dollar cost average calculator and you figure out um, what profitability you would have been in if you had dollar cost average in from all time highs around 20K in 2017, um, if you had dollar cost averaged in on a weekly or monthly schedule, right? So either once a month or once a week, it wouldn't have made a difference really to your profitability. That percentage different doesn't doesn't uh, is, isn't grand. So if you're looking at something like a weekly plan or a monthly plan, I just want to put it out there that it really doesn't actually make a difference in the long term uh, between weekly and monthly just because of the volatility over time. Um, and you can find those numbers. I think it was something like you'd be like, what was it? 60? Well, it was a really high percentage return. That Cointelegraph article that we talked yeah. about that one time. 67% like since all time highs. Is that insane? Was that right? I, I don't remember, but I do remember it being a high percentage. So like I'll back you up on that percentage. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so you would be seeing that percentage, like give or take like 1%, depending on if it's a weekly or monthly strategy. Um, and obviously like relative to the amount of funds that you're putting in, but we obviously recommend this. Um, days like today are days that our dollar cost average strategies are all paying off. Um, I leverage traded for a moment this morning, which I talk about in my live stream. If you uh, scroll down on my page a little bit, uh, lost some money, didn't do so hot. That's okay. Um, I've made more in the dollar cost average today than I did lose in the leverage trading. So that's a note. Um, <laughs> it's all perspective. Yeah. <laughs> my profit. It's okay. Dollar cost averaging is your best friend. I reinvested too, guys, because I'm just going to be honest. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to get shaken out of the market like that. Um, and that's like a really weird perspective to have, but it was like, I lost the money. It was profit, but I'm putting it back in because, because what, like right now? No. Um, so, so yeah, that, that can happen to you too. If you're not careful about what you do with your funds. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, I, I think for all of those rookies out there, dollar cost averaging is your best friend. I've been involved with the space, kind of trading, doing this, doing that, DeFi, you name it. I, dollar cost averaging is just your best friend at the end of the day. It's consistent. It's steady, Eddie. It's not complicated. And I think it's it's almost one of those things where people kind of overlook it sometimes because they want to do the new shiny object whether that's DeFi or this or that and you know i've learned that dollar cost averaging is my best friend i will be sticking to that no matter what um and at the end of the day if you're just getting involved with bitcoin and crypto i recommend just doing that mm -hmm. yeah i i agree mm -hmm. with that someone has just written in uh leverage trading's gambling not trading absolutely <laughs> um leverage trading is absolutely gambling and it is addictive and problematic and i keep doing it um any levels if you want to find out what what leverage i'm trading on go watch my periscope stream because i don't care to repeat it um so <laughs> guys it is the problem it's it's first just in the same breath that you can make a lot of money um in leverage trades that you can get like a really quick crazy uh return you can lose all of that as well so please keep that in mind and it happens so 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 fast if you're on an extremely high leverage and a coin moves up and down like 10 bucks you can lose it all um um, and and just keep that perspective 
in mind. I feel like that's something people forget about is percentage ratios when it comes to profit and loss, when it, when it, there are tokens involved. Um, that's also an interesting note about altcoins because a lot of people, like you put a ton of money into an altcoin that costs 10 cents thinking it's gonna go to eight cents and it's not gonna hurt you, it's gonna hurt you. Um, yeah. so, so please keep in mind your percentage ratios when you're thinking about money in cryptocurrency in general, that was a real noob starter comment, but like I know a lot of people need to hear that, including myself. Mm -hmm. It's the gold standard. You just, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you want to play with fire and that's okay. But other times when you're just, you're looking for the gold standard, you go dollar cost averaging and you just go Bitcoin. You know, and one thing that I think is interesting on all of this too, is that like, I think it's okay to like play with that, you know, a small percentage of your portfolio. I know for the longest time I was like, DCA into Bitcoin, that is it. I was like, I, I think because I got a little wrecked in 2017, 2018, I was like, I'm never going back. But more recently, I've been like, okay, well, you know what? There's actually some pretty cool things happening over here. There are some, you know, maybe higher percentages you can earn. But I think as long as, you know, kind of crypto finally what you were saying about how it's like addictive. I, I'm not like lever trading, but I'm talking about like maybe DeFi or like altcoins, all these different things. Like even that can get addictive and these like liquidity pools and all these different things and so just try to be conscious of making really strategic decisions of the, about the percentage of your portfolio you want to play with is, is basically what that long-winded statement was meant to say <laughs> I, I agree with that entirely and i would like yeah. to note and for full transparency for people who follow me on twitter you already know this i have been addicted to every single one of these <laughs> things over the course of the last like six months i have been like racked out on DeFi and yield farming and and high APYs and leverage trading and copy trade. I have done it all. Um, and I honestly feel a lot more experience in the crypto realm. I take a lot of that as education, right? So like I know a lot more about what's going on, the functionalities, how to do a lot of these things, which I think is really cool and valuable. Um, but I, I have like not been extremely profitable and, and it makes me feel sick. Um, and that's something that I talk about as well. That's like, I actually have physical reactions to losing money and trying to make money at really high ratios like that. So if you can imagine um, being at home and making like one trade, you're Joe Schmo Normie and you just made $10,000 in 10 seconds. That's a lot of money for anyone to make in 10 seconds. You feel elated. You're jumping up and down, bouncing off the walls. Your oxytocin's running out of control you're gonna jump out a window because you're so excited <laughs> the same but opposite effect happens when you lose money um so keep that in mind if you're someone who gets a physical reaction to gaining money you can get a physical reaction to losing money as well um and i just feel like people don't really talk about this because we talk about digital stuff all the time but just like as a human being like i get sick to my stomach when i do these things but i also don't stop and i'm just a precautionary tale to everyone at home because i'm not gonna lie to you like yes I'm yield farming, but I, I feel sick. Like I go to sleep depressed. Um, like I wake up in the morning wondering like what I'm doing with my life. Um, so, so guys, just like take those notes, be careful. Uh, Bitcoin is the standard. That being said, uh, what you just said about diversifying, I have been doing that too. You can find safe ways to diversify that don't include looking for the next big bang. Um, personally, like I have a nice bag of Ethereum right now, right? And I know that's a really like low class example of diversifying, but like, <laughs> but like it's it's Ethereum and we don't talk about that very often. Um, I think I'm like something like total 83% in Bitcoin and Ethereum. It's like 69% in Bitcoin only because 
I was 66% in Bitcoin and some of my followers on Twitter wanted it to be 69. So I did that for you. I changed my, I changed my bags for you. <laughs> that is dedication to your craft. That's what that is right yeah. there. That's impressive. <laughs> I move funds around to give people that satisfaction. Um, I'm sorry, I'm dying. That's ridiculous. <laughs> It was 66% Bitcoin and 17% Ethereum. And I got complaints from a few people that it should be 69%. It took me a couple days. I moved things around. Now I'm at 69% Bitcoin, still 17% Ethereum. Uh, and then like a collection of alts uh, proceeding. And honestly, that's not necessarily me thinking big moon boy, but I just think it's a safe practice to diversify slightly. Um, no portfolio manager or financier ever would say to put 100% of your assets into one, you know, all of your funds into one volatile asset. Um, and the reason for that being if the market's moving, you want to have some sort of hedge against where your funds are. Um, and so that kind of thing is important to remember when it comes to maybe more stable assets um, and like not losing everything all at once. I still think you're going to make all the money on Bitcoin, but just like, you know, being safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And real quick, I and while we're talking investments, uh, I saw something that like Fidelity is now recommending that some of their partners and clients have up to five percent of Bitcoin in their portfolio. So just kind of take that as uh the information as it is. If those kind of institutions are saying, Hey, you should have exposure to this, like mm -hmm. you might want to take a look at that. Wow. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, Bitcoin I, I hit 14,100. Totally it's what? We hit 14,100, like a couple. So of we're going down. <laughs> no, we're going up. Well, we're we were 14, up and then we went back down and now we're going yeah, down. Yeah, we're, no we're at 14, two, but like we're, yeah, but no, it's still, it's still good. Like I didn't expect us to hold 14, two, honestly. Um, but it, I mean, it's incredible, guys. Fourteen one hundred. Um, there have been a lot of people in this live stream right now, which is why, um, you know, I'm still rambling a little bit about some of this mm -hmm. stuff. We're gonna get out of here uh, pretty soon. Um, but guys, remember, just like be safe about your investments overall. Um, like what you're doing. If it makes you feel sick, just stop. Uh, your quality of life matters. So we don't talk about that on crypto Twitter very often. Your quality of life is fucking important. Um, so <laughs> consider you, not just your bags at all times. Um, a lot of the traders talk about sitting around, like not leaving their computers and not getting sunlight and crying and eating chicken nuggets and stuff like that. And that is not far fetched from the truth. So please um, feed yourself, brush your teeth, wash your hair, um, change your pajamas every now and then. <laughs> Shave no, your face too sometimes. Yeah, you good, good job. Good job. <laughs> John looks great today. He's very handsome. You know, I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned that, Rachel, because I feel like um, you're right. We don't talk about it enough and it's it's hard, but I, I make myself like every day go outside and go for a walk. I make myself. Well, I'm not always good about working out every day, but like take time, like listen to a podcast that's not crypto related, get a workout in. maybe, you know, um, I'm trying to learn Spanish. So do a lesson in Rosetta Stone, like just like I, try to do things that aren't crypto related and pull yourself away from it mentally. You will thank yourself later. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with that. And, and like a side note of all the things I've been addicted to that haven't been good for me, um, NFTs 
have been really fun and relaxing. So it's just, I'm just saying they've been super fun and relaxing for me. So like, I guess it's my going outside is uh, <laughs> NFT marketplaces and that's okay. Uh, it's yeah. Better than the other stuff I'm doing. Uh, so, and I know Ben Tuan does NFTs as well and really enjoys them. So like there are ways to get involved in cryptocurrency blockchain stuff as well that aren't necessarily so stressful um, and horrible. Um, before we leave on our last notes, I was just going to look at the comments because we got a lot of people commenting. We had a lot of people in this live stream today. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, we were averaging about 150 people in the beginning and now we're averaging about 95. So thank you all for being here across platforms. Again, we are streaming live to Periscope, YouTube, Facebook, DLive, Twitch, um, and I believe Float and BitTubers as well. Um, <laughs> Calm down, Mr. Parabolic. Uh, who's Mr. Parabolic? Is that Bentuan? <laughs> I was just okay. hyped. I was hyped. <laughs> All, right. All right. We take the note, Invest X. We will calm down. Um, when do we think that Bitcoin will reach all time highs? I'm going to direct that to Mr. Parabolic. <laughs> to me, I, I mean, the stock to flow ratio model is saying we're going to be 100K here before in 2021. I don't know. We'll see. 14K is very nice. If we see anything above that, I'll be very happy. <laughs> All right. I will take it. Um, a lot of the price movement seems to be influenced by the election. Um I don't know if that's true. I don't know if we can necessarily correlate it, but it is a coinky dink. Um, I think that there. this is a Rachel's conspiracy, uh, 10 seconds of Rachel's conspiracy theory. I think the government's putting all their money into Bitcoin to fool us. Um, think the federal I don't know, it's possible. Up. Sorry, just kidding. They're not the government. They're a centralized entity. <laughs> it's always important to think about the psychology of the market and what the individual people are thinking that causes those insane pumps or falls. So yeah, I think I'm it's naive to say that it wouldn't affect it, even if it is pretty far removed, but it's definitely playing a role. Are we going to go down this conspiracy rabbit hole? Yeah. Because, yeah <laughs> libertarian party. USDT. Uh, something's going on there and it's essentially an on-ramp for Bitcoin. And I'm just saying that is backed by absolutely nothing. And the fact that Bitcoin can be manipulated by USDT as the on-ramp is a little concerning to me. Just saying there, there might be a flag there that needs to be investigated. Can I say something weird too? Yeah. Like when I was trying to leverage trade and lost all my money this morning, um, <laughs> part of the reason I lost all my money too is because I had to transfer money into the exchange and it just took me a little too long. Honestly, if I had uh, done my long when I had the impulse and not after I had to wait for the confirmations, I would have been profitable. Um, but yeah. in the time I was waiting and watching, I had something like, I because I emptied the trading account because I'm not you know, insane. I had something like 50 cents in USDT in that like account just sitting there. And I'm refreshing because I'm sick um, and waiting for my Ethereum to show up. And the 50 cents in USDT was jumping to like 67 cents and then 54 cents and then 68 cents. And then, and it's not supposed to do that. 
Just not say it's not supposed to do that. My USDT is not supposed to go from 50 cents to 67 cents. That is not a thing that's supposed to be occurring. So actually watch out. Um, <laughs> like only a couple more questions and things from here. I'm going to click and then we can get out of here because we've been in here a little long. Uh, but this is a fun chat because, you know, everyone loves money. Um, <laughs> involved pre 300. I hope you mean Bitcoin, Dude. Austin. You're out here I making know. money. Thank you for joining us from your private island. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> orange party uh up for debate about if bitcoin is the green party orange party or libertarian party um we already talked about this i just thought it was important and i'd bring it up again yes. Ooh, do you have to wait for tax season to report your profits on crypto can you do this anytime you gotta wait for tax season my friend, uh, unless you feel like reaching out to the IRS, in which case, be mine. <laughs> BT Dobbs doesn't seem like a popular yeah. choice. I mean, you can be the teacher's pet really easily. Just like send the IRS a letter, let them know that you've been profiting on cryptocurrency and you'd like them to look into it. <laughs> I do weekly, by the way. I hope that the IRS has been enjoying my weekly updates. Um, <laughs> You pay estimated quarterly taxes depending on what you're doing. Yeah, so that's like when you have to do taxes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like when you're normally expected to do taxes, do your taxes. That's my advice. Right. That's the yeah, moral that's story. <laughs> moral story. Um, all right. We had a lot of these. Uh, so thank you all for being here. Unless anyone has any uh, extra things that they want to add, we can sort of get out of here. Does Trump or Biden have crypto? I mean, probably. Um, it's a good question, though. It's valid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't it a little too soon to make a party? Absolutely. It Never. Is. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, any excuse to party. That's kind of my motto. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm here there for we that. Go. Yeah, I agree. With that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right, guys, do you have any last notes? We're going to get out of here. We went a little bit over time and my computer is whirring. So I'm going to start slowing down soon. We're shaking and steaming. No, this <laughs> <I get> <laughs> no, was fun. Yeah, this is a lot of fun to come here. Yeah, it was a good vibe on crypto Twitter right now. You guys are all a lot nicer when orange corn go up. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Everyone is, honestly. Um, all right, guys. So thank you for joining us on this stream. Uh, we will be back as always on Friday. Friday at uh, 12 p.m. with Ben Tuan and 2 p.m. with Girl Gone Crypto. Um, we will be doing another stream with Miss Queen Crypto coming up shortly. Uh, I forget when it is, but we actually do have one scheduled uh, in the next couple weeks that I will keep everyone posted on on my page. Uh, if you go ahead and follow on YouTube, you can see our streams upcoming as well as links to Ben Tuan and Girl Gone Crypto's channels. Please go follow them as well. Um, thank you all for joining us and uh, we'll see you Friday. Ooh, bye. <laughs> Hmm. <gasps>